Hola, yo soy Andrea Márquez, and this is Latinx, a show brought to you by La Red Hispana and the Hispanic Communications Network for the new generation of Latinx. You might have noticed that I've spoken to amazing Latinx creatives on this show, from all walks of life y de distintos colores y sabores. And we want to keep highlighting them. So every week, we will bring you a snapshot of Latinx artists who are filling the world with their color y pasión. On this episode of Latinx, I speak to Cindy Fernandez-Nixon about the benefits of being a Latina and about her journey from studying engineering to becoming an actress, producer, and host of the podcast, Now That I've Had My Coffee. Hey guys, make sure to show your support by downloading our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Share with your community and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinx. You can also find out more on our website at wearelatinx.com. The name <laughs> is probably one of the biggest questions I get. Um, well, who wants to talk to you before they have their morning coffee? No one. But now that you had your coffee, let's talk. What is Now That I've Had My Coffee about? So the entire podcast is centered around my guests coming in, We talk a little bit about what our favorite uh, beverage of choice is. Some people like tea, some people like coffee, some people like, you know, alcohol, which is fine. Whatever puts you in your happy place. And we quickly go into a very relaxed conversation about, you know, what their career is, whether I've had people that are real estate agents uh, or house flippers all the way to actors that are on Netflix shows, or I've had, um, different inspirational speakers. Um, I've had authors. I've had people from different walks of life because in the show, I want everyone and anyone that's listening to be able to find something that they can relate to, whether you're in the same industry or not, and to be able to say, oh, wow, you know, this person that seemingly has all the success was struggling just like I am and this is how they got through it so maybe I can. Everyone goes through stages in their lives where they need some type of inspiration, some type of push and the show is meant to be that for whoever listens. I'm a big mental health advocate and that's pretty much what's underneath how we as humans get through our struggles in life. So it doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It doesn't matter what your profession is. We all have to work with our mental health to get through. Is there one specific episode that comes to mind that you really enjoyed the conversation? I've had a few. I'll tell you quickly about two. One is an editor. He lives in New York and he worked with a few documentaries and a Uh, he worked with MTV in the past, and his story was extremely uh, powerful to me because he was talking about how he was, as an immigrant from Ecuador, uh, came to the States, and he pretty much climbed the ladder, and he was basically at the top of the world with his family and his career, and then one day, unexpectedly, he lost his wife and his, his pregnant wife in a car accident, and then he detailed how he basically fell into this deep depression and he lost everything. He was able to climb back up and find his place again in the world. But he, he, he went into the details of that struggle that many people are very afraid of going 
to in public. The second one was from one of my friends. Uh, she played a role in Orange is the New Black, and she is a Lebanese actress. And throughout the entire thing, you know, we're Latinos, so we understand this is what we struggle with. But to hear that someone, that she is fair skin, she has green eyes, and to hear that her struggle as an immigrant in this country was so similar, it's like, wow, I connect with you in a totally different level. And um, she also shared her near-death experience in a car accident herself. Um, she went from a biology degree to acting. So people that have like very drastic changes are like my favorite <laughs> topics. <laughs> because you can relate, right? I can totally relate. <laughs> and you know what's funny? That there's many people out there that find themselves in the same predicament. And a lot of the times we don't make those changes because we are scared that what people would say or how am I even going to make that change? So, you know, hearing those things from other people kind of makes you feel like, you know what, I'm not the only one. People who at some point in their lives, they at 50, they like decide that they want to change their career completely and they're terrified of, mm -hmm. you know, what their children might think, what their wife or husband might think. And it's, yeah. We have one life. And I know that sounds super cheesy, but why not? It's too short for us to be trying to please others. To get to that place in your mind where you're not going to care as much about anything but yourself. And not to say that you're being selfish, but to take care of how you feel and how Happiness is not something that you're going to wake up and be like, oh, boom, is happy. You know, happiness is a choice you have to make. And as a society, we're honestly not taught that that's how it should be. Something dramatic and drastic doesn't have to happen to you for you to realize that you can mm -hmm. change your life. You yeah. know, it's funny you said that. Yesterday I was on a, on a flight. I'm, in, I'm right now in Florida. I came to visit my family, finally. <laughs> I was reading in a book and it said something about... Um, changing, you know, changing who you are. And it starts by changing your mind. And a lot of the times as human beings, we wait until we're forced into change. You know, I want a different job, but you're not gonna make the change until you get laid off or things are so unbearable that you kind of have to make the change versus just waking up, making a decision and sticking to it. But that's not how we function. Le llega a las personas cuando les, ten, les tiene que llegar. And, and we've all been there. Oh, yeah. Completely. I think I've had like 50 changes. The other day I was talking to my cousin and she was looking at an album of pictures that my mom has of me. And I've dyed my hair like black and dark brown and super blonde. And she was like, I feel like you were different people every single time. And I was like, I was. <laughs> I think yeah. I developed like different personalities for certain years of my life, um, <laughs> which is, I guess, part of growing up. But it's also about figuring out where I want to be going and what I want to be doing. Right, right. Cindy began acting and dancing at the age of six in the Dominican Republic, and after moving to New Jersey at 13, she began focusing on academics, which led her to study mechanical engineering at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. From there, she went on to get a master's in industrial engineering, where she served as a mentor for various community initiatives related to the STEM field. And through all of this, Cindy kept acting, or being involved in some way with the film industry. Eventually, she decided to pursue acting full-time. This goes to show that it's never too late to switch careers, and even though we might think there are a lot of reasons not to do it, 
we might think we're not ready, that we have other commitments, that we're too old and inexperienced, but you know, at the end of the day, the decision rests on you, just like it did on Cindy. It's never too late to go after what you truly want. Oh, also, many of the world's most successful people didn't start working toward their dreams until they were in their 50s. So, what's your excuse again? Do you think that being a Latina has shaped your career? Oh, yeah. And I mean, pick a career. It has definitely, <laughs> you know, if I'm talking about in the dancing world, it has been the biggest benefit being Latina. It's in the blood. We pick up the beat immediately um, because I don't remember learning to dance. I just remember dancing, you know. <laughs> but um, when it comes to, let's say, in the engineering world, it was a plus and it was also a minus because uh, as we all know our country is not really ready to see a woman of color that speaks a different language in certain positions. When it comes to acting, however, um, I think it's, it has the same amount of positives as negatives. I'll say that on the negative end, back in the day, it used to be really hard for me to play a Latina because I am Latina, but I'm not the Latina that TV was used to seeing. That's not the case today. I get so excited when I see a Dominican playing a Dominican on TV <laughs> and uh, it's changing, it's changing. And then the benefits, oh my God, well, that's a long list. You know, I can play from different countries. I can do the accents. And honestly, my mom always said, when you know every language, you know, it's like a brand new person. I think being a Latina has definitely been a benefit to my acting career. Is there a specific, uh, any character that you've played that you really, really loved playing? Yes. So there's two, actually. There's one that it's a, a, a movie that I co-produced. I started as an actress and I ended up co-producing it. It's called Craig Plus's Day Job. And I played the boss, basically the boss that made him want to quit. So for me, that was my first villain role. And it was so much fun. <laughs> but she wasn't a villain that you, just, you didn't just dislike her. Like, you wanted to know why she was so mean. And uh, for me, like, any villain that makes you want to like them, it's a good villain. The second one was on a web series that it's called Living While Black. And I filmed that maybe th uh, three, four years ago. And I was a therapist. Now, the reason why I like that one so much well, it's super relevant now, but back then I liked it because she was the, the ear, she was the shoulder to cry on for the lead role who would come in and she would talk about all her struggles through, through her environment. And it's funny because I feel like anyone that watches the series would identify with so many of the things like, how do you deal with your coworkers making certain comments? And, um, Basically, the fact that she, the therapist, I feel is who I am on my podcast and I mean, who I am with my friends too. I felt like it was, it was me playing myself on screen. To follow more of Cindy's work, you can check out her website at cindyfernandeznixon.com. And if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation and some beverage recommendations, I recommend you listen to her podcast, Now That I Had My Coffee. So I see that you have a production company also, and it's called La Rumba Productions. Sí, La Rumba. What made you decide to take that on as well? When I was in uh, Pittsburgh, 
well, Pittsburgh is a very black and white town in the sense of like, they didn't know much about diversity and the little bit they knew about Latinos was Mexicans, right? And we're talking about the stereotypical Mexicans. So Pittsburgh was basically the place where my entire career changed in a, in a really good way because it went from, I went through a depression because I had no idea how I was going to get through it, to turning that specific, I felt like I was in a place where no one looked like me. No one understood how important the uh, entertainment industry was to me. And even though Pittsburgh has a lot of films, there was no place for me. So I was very sad, very depressed. And then I took the fact that there was none for me to say I'm going to create my own. The reason I say that is because I used to complain that there was no Latino radio show. And then I, and one day I was invited to a radio show as a guest. And then I ended up coming out of there talking to the program manager of the station and uh, talking about having my own radio show, right? So from there, the radio show started to grow and grow. The radio show's name was La Rumba. Because I wanted people to understand, like in Espanol, La Rumba, Rumba is the party. And I was playing party music, right? So the radio show grew so much that I was able to pitch TV shows, TV show segments to the local QED state and the, the local PBS station. And when I said, okay, well, I'm, if I'm going to be producing TV, I might as well make it into a production company. And that's where La Rumba Productions came. It was born from struggle. It was born from trying to make my own way in a place where there was no one else doing that. Just like Cindy, make your way. Start with one decision at a time, one choice, one action, and then take it day by day. You might be surprised with the person you become. Hey guys, thank you for listening. Make sure to support your communities. It doesn't matter what you choose to advocate for, just go out there and help, connect, and inspire others to do the same. Download our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you can stay up to date. And join our community on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Latinikis. Reach out and let me know what's important to you. I'd love to hear what you have to say.